This week on the Throncast, Luke and Mara team up to rescue Card, and Leia convinces the Nogri to stop serving the Empire. Get out your trash compactor climbing shoes and watch out for reprogrammed decon droids. It's time for the Throncast. Governor Price, these rebels have proven particularly stubborn. How do you intend to solve this problem? I need someone who sees a bigger picture. The Empire is getting better at anticipating our moves. I underestimated the commander. The previous attacks were clumsy. But this one was swift. Precise. To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not simply their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Hello, and welcome to the Throncast. I'm your host, Nancy, and today we're discussing chapters 21 through 24 of Dark Force Rising. Joining me on this legendary journey are my co-host, Brian. Hello. Matthew. Hello! Amanda. And Tyler. Hi. And we are back. <laughs> Why again. do you all sound so tired? <laughs> I'm excited to be here, guys. This is definitely the first time we've recorded this. <laughs> Woo! We have been having some technical problems, so we yeah. apologize if we're a little slap happy and speeding through these next few points podcasting <laughs> i'm just gonna point out it's Future. quarter to four in the morning <laughs> <laughs> we love you amanda i love you guys i was about to say move back to the united states but then i remembered things and i'm like no don't yeah no we're coming we'll be there in two months <laughs> <laughs> stay where you are <laughs> So yeah, we are back from our holiday and Rogue One hiatus. Um, we are very glad to be back. Um, uh, before we started the show, we did want to mention um, the passing of Carrie Fisher. Obviously, it's something that has affected all of the Star Wars community. Um, and even though we're not a po- podcast that's focused <coughs> on the movies, um, you know, it's we you can't really separate Carrie and Leia and. Leia is a big part of these seri- this series, um, and so we wanted to acknowledge her passing. Um, we are planning a charity gala called Drowning in Moonlight um, to take place at Star Wars Celebration um, on the Thursday night. Uh, we have tickets on sale. Uh, all the proceeds will benefit the Midnight Mission, which is one of Carrie's favorite charities. So if you're going to be at Celebration or just in the Orlando area at that time, we would love to have you. And if you're not going to be around, um, we are accepting donations both for auction and uh, in the form of PayPal. You can find all that information on our website. Um, so yes, we would love to have you and um, it will be a fun time to honor Carrie and um, just... Uh, you know, honor her memory. I promise all those F-bombs I have not used on the show will get spent that night. Yes, they will, because this is a Carrie-centric event. All right, so since we uh, last uh, spoke, we've all saw Rogue One a few times. Uh, relevant for our podcast is uh, comparisons between uh, two different extremists Namely, Saw Gerrera and Garmbel Iblis. Um, I object to calling Garmbel Iblis an extremist. Well, extremely baby like, extremely boring. Well, in this series, he was considered Both of them were dismissed extremists. from Mon Mothma's company, but for different reasons. Yes. I'm Garmbel Iblis, and Mon Mothma isn't paying enough attention to me. <sighs> And I'm apparently a southern bell. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, wow. she was like, hey, Saw, take your boar gullet and get out. <laughs> oh, God. Let's not talk about the boar gullet. Boar gullet! Boar gullet, like, is the scariest thing I think I've ever seen on film. Like, I... Why was that scene that in the movie? Bad. It was... it. It's in the wrong genre. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. It did bad things to me. <laughs> did you guys read my theory about how Saul had an encounter with Borgullet, and that's why he's crazy because he keeps reliving his sister's death over and over and over again? That's terrible. Why would you yes. say that? <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, we saw Rogue One a few times. It was very sad, uh, but good. Um, we also uh, have new Rebels episodes, which is great uh, because we missed that show. Uh, Saw Gerrera, coincidentally, was on the first two episodes of Rebels that came back. I don't think Who it was would've... a coincidence. I don't think it was either. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting to see how... Um, I, I, I imagine the show was going to show the breaking with him and the Rebel Alliance, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Also, um, we got some more Thrawn in the very last episode um, where he is basically narrowing down Chopper Base, and um, it's good to see deductive Thrawn, but I am really looking forward to all of his scheming coming through, coming to fruition and actually getting that end game that we've been looking for <laughs> where he kills all the rebels yes that's how the show is gonna end except Thrawn for Hera. kills everyone except, except for Hera because she's in rogue one right <laughs> kind of um so yeah uh, rebels is back and we also got a uh mid-season two trailer uh so they tease um Thrawn being buff and fighting. <laughs> okay, so I don't that know wasn't why. fan art. That no, was, that was a real thing. Okay, that I was saw a that real on my thing. Tumblr and I was like, "Is this a thing?" No, that was real. Um, yeah, he's like also, hilariously it looks like he, buff. It's... He is. It's not. There's nothing hilarious about it, Tyler. He's just <laughs> buff. He's super buff. Um. So yeah. Uh. And uh, it looks like we're going to see the formation of the re- the actual. Rebel Alliance proper in um in uh Rebels, which I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about the fact that in less than two months I will be in a country where I can view such a thing. <laughs> yes, you can. You can talk about it with us. I mean, technically <laughs> technically you could view it now. I could, mm-hmm. but it would be in German. Just well, no, it just wouldn't be legal. <laughs> Mm. No, we have we have Disney XD. It's just in German. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be legal in English, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Um the Germans take that very crazy seriously, so like it's not <laughs> worth it. Does the I German mean, version I want to least... see rebels and all, but it's not worth prison. I I wasn't no. suggesting you do it. I was just saying technically you could. Yeah. Does the German version at least have subtitles? Uh no. Oh, that sucks. Oh. Germany sucks. Come home. Germany's fantastic. I'm still coming home. <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on to our chapter discussions. Um, these are my favorite chapters for no. very obvious reasons. Right. For for something that's actually not expressly called out of the chapter. Yes. <laughs> um. So uh, where we left off last time, Mara was coming into Jomark, uh, trying not to crash her skippery blast boat because uh, Sabioth was having a temper tantrum with some rocks. Uh, Rocks is like his go-to move. Yeah, I mean, I I guess... I like it. It's like, go throw rocks. Right? (laughs) Uh, So um, Mara manages to land on Jomark, and um, she... Uh, immediately is confronted with R2, who is still in Luke's X-Wing. You thought um, last time was the cliffhanger, but this time it's a literal cliffhanger. <laughs> and R2 is all kinds of salty, which I love. Yeah, I love the characterization of R2 here. Like, Zahn does a great job, like, you know, fleshing out R2's character, like, with no dialogue, obviously, yeah. because it's R2, but, like, you know, his aggression, his loyalty, and then, you know, his eventual acceptance of Mara because he does know that it's about this crazy pants. Yes. Um, it's good stuff. But he's still, he's totally salty and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like true, that he's... True to R2's character. <laughs> I like that um, he, she's basically like, uh, okay, we need, I need your help. And then he's kind of like, she's like, you remember me? And he's like, 
yeah, <laughs> you want to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but finally, uh, he agrees to help her. And then she, I love how she's like, how am I going to get in there? And then he's like, puts the landing strut towards her and she's like, oh. It's like, girl, yeah. you're not. <laughs> yeah. It's seriously a get-in loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> it really is. That's that's a good oh, way I, to put it. I do also really like the way that her crash is described. Like, the way mm-hmm. that Zahn describes, like, her piloting and the physics involved. Like, it, it's really nice. It, it lends an air of realism to it without getting, like, too technical and X-wingy. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that whole sequence. Yes. Um, so R2 takes her up to the high castle. Um, and she meets ripped Obi-Wan. Yeah. Uh, who, who reminds her of the emperor because of course he does. <laughs> um, and she tells him that she'll have Luke's help whether Sabioth likes it or not. Because it's cute how much of how much agency she's giving Luke in that situation, <laughs> right? <laughs> she's like, he's gonna help me, and I don't care what you think of it. Um, yeah, I don't care what he thinks of it either. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Savioth gives some sort of premonition about Mara kneeling at his feet, which isn't creepy at all. Um, and then Luke shows up and is like, I'm sick of you, Sabioth. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay, if your choices are ripped Obi-Wan and hot ginger, I f- and you had ripped Obi-Wan for the last couple of weeks. I think the choice okay. is obvious. I don't think he had ripped Obi-Wan. You don't know that. Um, I mean, yes, we do. <laughs> this is my This is my podcast, and I say No. We're moving okay. on from this discussion. With completely hetero there's, Luke. Check that one off. There's uh, an interesting he, okay, line that... he doesn't have to be completely hetero. He's just n- no with Sabia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's an interesting line there, uh, you know, totally changing track here, um, where she says, you know, when she's talking about how uh, Sabiath reminds her of the emperor and how he, he, ch- he chose her from her home. Yes. It's, it's like such an interesting, it's such a minor line it's just like a throwaway line but it it creates all sorts of interesting ideas like you know that we learn more about later well i was gonna say especially once you see like the clone wars and see that he was like kidnapping kids and and stuff it's yeah it's it's very evocative that's the word i was looking for yeah um so and the i really love when luke shows up and she's trying to Ha, shut up. <laughs> and uh, she's explaining, like, what's going on. And then it's like, she f- she just realized, like, how hard this was going to be, like, to convince him to help her. And then he's just like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. She's like, okay, <laughs> sure. Someone needs my help. Which what the hell Still voice is that? That's, why she dislikes him that's, so much. That's so my, maybe this will make her like him. That's my good-natured doofus Luke voice. <laughs> oh, the okay. That's a terrible my voice. Help. I'm help him. Oh my god. You're, I'm Luke. I don't I'm, know how to read. <laughs> I'm kicking you off the podcast. <laughs> Uh, he is still precious. I've, he is. I missed much you guys. Anybody could come to Luke and ask for help, and he would help them. He is precious. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so, of course, there's an argument because Sabiath doesn't want Luke to leave, and he's all like, "We need to bring the Jedi back into the galaxy, and they don't trust us." And Luke's like, "Well, if they don't trust us, why should we help them?" And you know, basically throwing logic back into his face. Um, and then Mara realizes that Sabioth is basically using the force on Luke. So she brings the Salamari over and then Luke's like, what? What's been going on? <laughs> you jerk face. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He's like, Master Sabioth slipped me a force Mickey and I don't like it. He did. <laughs> Uh, so then. He, he really is like that mild about it. And he's, he's like a little huffy. He's like, Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, um, then Saviath is uh, has another rock temper tantrum again. 
Um, <laughs> but they all forgot about R2, and R2 basically shoots him in the X-Wing, R2 and it's shoots great. Saviath, and it is great. And R2's been waiting <laughs> is for great. that moment for the entire book. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's so good. I like the idea that R2's just always waiting to shoot somebody. He doesn't care. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's a very, like, softer version of Chopper. <laughs> Much softer. I, I don't know if I... I'd say sneakier. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. So uh, two things of note in this section. Um, when Zom was writing Heir to the Empire, there was a lot of debate about R2 flying the X-Wing. Um, the part when uh, when um, Luke is kind of like skirting over or when they're trying to get uh, fix the X-Wing uh, when it's damaged. Um, and he he had to go through the movies and like put in all these things were like showing how R2 could fly <laughs> the X-Wing and he he eventually won that battle so R2 could fly it by himself. I mean uh, we we've, we've later seen droids fly ships in Canada. Yeah. 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 Um another item of note in this uh section is uh after Sabiath goes on the rock offensive, uh he also uses force lightning, which Luke catches on his lightsaber. Um and this of course we see happen in Attack of the Clones with uh Dooku and Obi-Wan. Um and this is one of those things where uh if you hear Zahn talk about, you know, writing for Star Wars and things that have you know, become canon and made it into the movies. This is one he always points to, um, you know, Obi-Wan catching the force lightning and how he loved, <coughs> loved seeing that in the movie. So just wanted to point that out. Um, and of course, after reading this book, I was like, oh, Luke, you could have got the force lightning and not been almost killed by the emperor. But then that would have, you know, then Anakin wouldn't have, become good again so <laughs> so um they leave joe mark in the skip ray um archie ends up taking the x-wing back to coruscant uh by himself um luke because he can do that yes as we've discussed um <laughs> luke being precious is concerned about sabioth's mental state <laughs> and um i Mar actually is just concerned that they didn't kill him which yes you know events will bear out mara's point of view i think more than these Luke's. are but they're both those are such both good you know yeah, really characterizations like for the them oh totally um, i want to help him why didn't we kill him while we had the chance but i want to help him yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> But I do like that he's actually like there's a discussion. I th we mentioned this early in another episode that there's a discussion about his sanity, and it's not just like like he's crazy evil. He's like actually insane, and I like that they, you know, that they go into that, and it's not just he has to be killed because he's evil. I mean, yeah, he I is, mean, it's not he is, but they realize yeah, but they acknowledge not... there's something wrong with him. Yeah, it's not the most nuanced like discussion of mental illness in the world, but it's nice that it is not just like he's crazy equals evil, you know. It's yeah. like maybe we can help him yeah. somehow even though he's clearly crazy pants. Yeah. Um so um they uh, as they discuss uh, how they're going to save card and um Luke is like, "Well, we have time to think it over because it'll take them four days to get to the Chimera." And All let right. me settle down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it took them four days to get to the Chimera. And there's a there's a time there's a time skip after this chapter to the next one and where what could have happened during those four days. I don't know if anyone would have ever written no, anything I about no fanfic at all like those on ones that you sent me. <laughs> I mean, there's just one called Four Days on a Skip Ray. I mean, it's right there in the tin. Did you that write it? <laughs> I did not. Oh. But I know the person I know the person who wrote it. So <laughs> 
Um, also of note in this section is Mara's memory of Vader losing his right hand after Yavin. And this is where I note that these were written before the prequels. Mara's memory needs some work. Although maybe she means that like he she lost She could have his, lost it again. He lost his mechanical right hand and he had to get another in, in new right while, hand. Um, the book contradicts the prequels again. And I have it waiting to talk about it when we get there. Okay, yeah, there's a there's a lot because these were written beforehand. So really, right, the, the prequels, prequels contradicted wrong. the book. Yeah, if you want to be, yes. And I mean, <laughs> which is better? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, settle down. <laughs> All right, so um, Luke and Mara are um using a supply ship to dock with the Chimera. They come up with this plan where they um. They got onto the planet where they're the they were going to be taking on supply ships. They um, basically hijacked one of the supply ships, um, docked there, um, and are going to use Mara's um, code with the main computer to find their way around their ship and get card and get out um, before anyone realizes they're even there. Um, it's a heist. And- <laughs> I love a heist. Yes, this is this is such a good sequence. It's so, um, it's so good. <laughs> they ba- so Luke they they cut their way into the corridors, and I love that there's a lot of thought put into this. Like it's not just okay, we cut a hole in the ceiling and we jump down into the hall the corridor. Like there's like a scene. Uh, there's a part where Mara says to Luke, "Don't That's my don't forget to, like, don't forget to bevel the edge." We, we needed to to nest yeah. correctly. Like I love that. And, yeah. and Luke talks later about how they're gonna like seal it up and it'll still be airtight in the ship. You know, it's yeah. just like yeah, the attention to detail is fantastic. Yeah, and it's like this is a, this is the sort of thing that while I love Rebels, just can't happen on that show because it's twenty two minutes long, and it's for kids. You know, yeah. but we we get we get more of that here, and it's really <laughs> great. Um, Mara uses the main computer to find their way around. Um, they steal TIE fighter pilot suits for a disguise. Which is a visual um, I would and I like Luke, that. Luke in the TIE fighter uniform. <laughs> probably really cute. I'm sure it exists. <laughs> I really like that scene where he, he, you know, sort of distracts the guards with the force. Because, again, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a really nice description of, of the force as a physical, tangible thing. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I guess the description is is of people's emotions as physical, tangible things that you can like manipulate with the force. But it's it's really nice either way. Like, it's, right? It's it's an interesting and, way to take on a pretty ephemeral uh, notion. Yeah, and then it's also um, it's also nice because it harkens back to when he messed with the type. <laughs> fighter pilots minds in heir to the empire right. how he how he didn't want to do that again um at the beginning of this book um and he's trying to f- to find that middle ground where he can use the force but not use the dark side right um so he basically just kind of makes them <clears throat> ignore him <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> which which a useful trick yeah it's a useful trick yeah um, I also really like this whole sequence, um, just the the nuts and bolts banality of everything. Like, I, I really like seeing how things work on a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Just, like, the thing with, like, Paleon and, like, that might be next chapter, but, like, where Paleon's, like, logging the supply run on the ship and how the pilots do this and how these guys do that. Like, it's a, it's nice. It's, it's, like, it doesn't bog it down with details. It's not a Neil Stevenson novel, but, like, it's... It's detail. It's detailed enough to like fill in the world a little bit, and, it's, uh, and I like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I I like that it's it's it seems so familiar because of what we saw on the Death Star, and obviously yeah. that's what that's what Zahn was going for, um, you know. But it's you know it's a Star Destroyer, which and, and but um, of course still they basically wind just... up in a trash compactor because it has to rhyme with the original trilogy. Yeah. It does, um, but I love, I well, I love this part because, like, if you're gonna ask Luke, how do you break into a detention block? Well, he's done that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I find, I, you know, you you automatically think Luke, uh, Mara wanted to um, ask Luke for help because he's a Jedi, but also she 
probably knows that he broke into the detention block once like, before like and saved really someone. Short so list of people who, who have broken into an imperial detention block and gotten somebody out and lived <laughs> to tell about it. It's a really short list. Yeah, and one of them is a Jedi, and he does a lot. He does a lot better off well, this he time goes around. Into what he uses well, like, he has, quieter about he it. He has like five minutes to plan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh no, we don't, we don't go into the front door. That's uh, not going to end well. I yeah, do like I, though like, <coughs> a bit of characterization of, of Luke using the the trash compactor because it worked before. It's just like mm-hmm. I don't want to call Luke predictable, but like you know, if it worked yeah, before, right. why don't not use it Luke's again? Not like, that's that's something Luke would do. Yeah. Exactly. So um, Mara uses the computer to close the trash compactor walls until they're like a meter apart, um, which requires a lot of trust. Yeah, I like on his that moment where he's minute, like, like, or she panicking. could kill me like, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I miscalculated here. <laughs> yeah, but he has to trust her, and she also has to trust him because he's the one getting carved out. You know, so he yeah. can just, you know, decide not to uh, or whatever. So I, I love that they have to trust each other and they, they, they're, it's just so, you know, they, 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 Luke wants to trust her and he, but he's hesitant and she doesn't want to trust him, but she feels like she should. It's just, it's great. Of course I love you it do. all. <laughs> Um, so, and I love how they describe him rock chimney climbing up the trash compactor. And it's like, yeah, I used to do this with Tatooine all the time. I'm like, of course you did. There's nothing else to do on Tatooine. Except shoot rats for fun. They're like two meter long rats. They're uh, huge. They needed shooting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Luke, uh, cuts his way into the detention block, um, he gets into card cell. Um, <laughs> he looks up, and his first words is, "I don't believe it." <laughs> Not, aren't you a little short for a Tie Fighter pilot? <laughs> um, and uh, car, you know, they they discuss, uh, you know, how you know he came with Mara. He says, you know, Mara um, wasn't, you know, Mara didn't plan this. Basically, tries to defend her. Um, and he's like, yeah, I figure that out because uh, they were trying to get me to think that she was so much so badly. Um, yes, subtle and, the Empire is not. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, did she tell you what they wanted? And he's like, no. And he's like, really? And you helped me anyway. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, uh, if we get out of if we get back, if we make it away from here, the New Republic stands to gain a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like how like being thrown in prison has like ended Card's wishy washiness on the subject. I, He's like, that's it's All a right, good um, with the New Republic. <laughs> it's a good way to do it. Um, so they get into a turbo lift, which, by the way, I love the idea that um, the turbo lifts can go vertical and horizontal. <laughs> um, they all they all reunite, get into the turbo lift, heading back to the hangar. And breathe a sigh of relief. But with Thrawn, you only think you're winning. <laughs> um, so uh, we get to the next uh, scene, which is, uh, Matthew, what you were talking about before, when Peleon is giving a report to Thrawn about the supply unloading, um, as well as from the patrol at Endor. Um, they've been waiting to see if Leia um, would come back, and he wants to leave the patrol there, so it'll be there when she does return, um, because they're assuming that she will, because the Millennium Falcon was there. Um, and speaking of the Millennium Falcon, he uh, orders the ship transfer to deep storage. Uh, then Paleon gives another report about a crashed Skipray blast boat that made a crash landing at the supply base. The only thing they found in the wreckage was a Salamir. <laughs> okay, now, Paleon's, like, you know, casualness about this is, like, <laughs> bordering on stupidity. It's like, <laughs> that's weird. Like, you should, like, have flagged that first thing. But he, like, <clears throat> mentions it, like, as an offhand thing at the end of his report. Oh, also, this kind of weird thing happened. Like, come on, Paleon, you can put two and two together. I mean, you don't have Apparently to. Apparently not. Maybe it's just that they're but so like. Can... 
Like, they're salivating over the fact that they have the Millennium Falcon. Like, that nothing else matters. <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's just really excited this that they're just, ahead of schedule. This, on I mean, the yeah. Millennium Falcon, it's think right. about it. Bureaucracy! He's, he's on both Death Stars. <laughs> it's the ship that shot Darth Vader down. Like, this thing is a in trophy. It made the Kessel Run in less than some distance. Right, I mean, the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. <laughs> <laughs> 14 12 so it's it's a trophy uh, for them like even though right now it's also a tool they're going to use it to get hold of leia um who a they're yeah. going to get her jedi skills and her baby's jedi skills but also she's going to be a big bargaining chip with them in wanting to gain power with the new republic because she's kind of popular um but mm-hmm. really they've got this thing that's yeah, I, like I a trophy like, just if a- i were them i would be orgasming over this thing like this is a big deal i th- i think i think paleon's just excited they're like four minutes ahead yeah loading. <laughs> i have to agree with that that too um i do so- love thrawn's line at the end of this scene here where he's like telling them to capture them and he's like alive if possible if not i'll understand yeah like, that's, that's so badass it is. I love it. It is. Uh, so he uh, or sounds the alarm, uh, tells everyone they have visitors on board. Uh, not only that, but he orders the main computer shut down, which apparently is never done. It's a but big um, deal. he knows that Mara is there, and they have to shut her out of it. Um, yeah, he figures out that she's got like a something hard coded into the. Yeah, the computer that can bypass the regular security, which is yeah. a, a nice bit of deduction from him. Yeah, that I can believe. <laughs> yeah, I mean he would he would probably know about the Emperor's hands and what they could and couldn't do. Yeah. Um. So we move on to chapter twenty three, uh, the final chapter in this heist slash escape scene, uh, which I love so much. Um. Yeah, but this th- part is terrible because there's fake swearing and it's awful. <laughs> What? There's something wrong with fake swearing. This whole thing's burning useless, if you I ask me. I like Star Wars. Who they expect's gonna come aboard? Some, some burning pirate gang or something? Oh, it's terrible. It's worse than frack. There's something wrong with frack. It's so stupid. You're so stupid. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's true, but fake swearing you, is you more probably stupid. Notice I like I don't Criff. swear a lot because I coach children. And I don't want to be the reason that they have learned these words. Turns out most of them go to public school and they're way better at swearing than I am. But so when I need a swear word, especially now around my three-year-old, I like the fake swear words because I know what I'm saying. But if my three-year-old repeats it, no one's getting in trouble. Yeah. 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 But if a three-year-old repeats a swear word, it's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, I remind you never to <laughs> never to let Matthew watch my child. <laughs> I mean, that's good advice in any event. <laughs> uh, so uh, Luke and Mara and Card. By the way, they're in they're in the turbo lift with uh, some officers. I, I can't remember if they're officers or pilots or whatever. It's been a while since I've read this, but they're in the turbo lift with some Imperials. Um, and Gunners. Like, Mara just shoots them. <laughs> <laughs> I love how there Luke is all like, "How do we get out of here?" And Mars like, "Boom, boom, out. let's go." Uh, they escape their trooperlith and make their way back to the hangar. Uh, Card suggests going to deep storage instead because what? they're going because they're going to assume they're going to go back to the hangar. Coming. I know, right? What a Why coincidence! Why would they go to deep storage? <laughs> what will they find there? So, um. They're giving Thrawn reports about what they've found in the detention block, um, and they say that the grating is cut on the garbage chute, and he's like, how so? And they're like, uh, uh, I don't know, and he's like, you better figure it out, and then, of course, realizes that one of the intruders is Luke Skywalker. Um, I, I love this bit of deduction, too. Like, I love Paleon being like, why are you telling me about this stupid grate? And Thrawn's like, tell me more about this stupid grate. And and Paleon's like, what are you doing, you freaking moron? And then the other guy is like, "Uh, I don't know how this dude died. And Thrawn's like, yeah, that was a lightsaber. Yeah. (laughs) It's just such a great 
like series of of whatever's it's a it's a great scene <laughs> yeah it's a great series of whatever's raves matthew bowers it is um so um he concludes but that thro- that card has been working with the rebellion all along which i like when his conclusions are wrong even though you could see why he would come to that conclusion yeah they're uh, logical but wrong yeah, because as Leia you know, said, he took the information and ran in the completely different direction. Yeah, so he uh, he sees what's going to happen here, which is they're going to find the Millennium Falcon and try to leave because uh, he's assuming that they're going to go there. Now they're they are going there, but not purposefully. So it's interesting how they're all kind he, of circling each he's other. He's already made the presumption that Card was in with that group already. He has made, he's presuming yeah. collusion where what he actually has is coincidence, or some might say the force at work, but he's presuming collusion. He thinks they're all in cahoots when they're not. Yeah. So, um, he, um, they, the, uh, card, uh, Luke and Mara get to deep scor- storage, and of course they find the Falcon, uh, and this is where Luke is a precious cinnamon roll, and he's like, "We're taking it back." That's my brother's <laughs> ship. Yeah, it is. It's his. It's his brother-in-law's ship, and they're gonna take it back because how dare they steal the ship? Um, so they manage. And Mar is like, "Well, wait a second. And he's like, "Nope. Here we go." <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they manage to escape the troopers and guards uh, and blast their way out of the Chimera. Of course, they have to fight uh, TIE fighter pilots, and Luke goes in the gunnery chair because, you know, he has to. That's the law. He needs to shoot his gun. Pew, pew. Yeah. It's a Star Wars (laughs) (laughs) movie. It's a Star Wars movie, and they have to use. There's a great little line from uh, from Card during the sequence where where Mara's like, you know, they're probably talking to each other unless you thought to jam their comm links, and Card's like, Mara. Of course, I jammed their complaints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the word dumb. Yeah, and and <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and I didn't mention before. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that card turned off the computer, but once Mara is like, I don't have access anymore. They're like, Where do we go? What do we do? <laughs> and that's when cards like, uh, well, where, where, where are we about? And then says, Well, we can go to deep storage instead. Um, yeah, Card like knows like the layout of an Imperial Star Destroyer, which I find. Of course, he does. Yeah, I mean it's, it makes sense. He's, probably he's got Google that it. For information. But... <laughs> Space Google. Right, you can probably GFF. I don't Google know. It. Can you? Can you Google the internal layout of a nuclear? So somebody Google that yeah. right now. Let's see. <laughs> I think you can. Uh. Yeah. Nuclear submarine. FBI, Images. we are not trying to seal oh. a nuclear submarine. Just okay, FYI. yeah, there's a, little, there's a little cutaway here. So, all right. Point taken. <laughs> Space Google. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I mean, it, it. even if you couldn't Space Google it, it would make sense that he would have that information. It's just a nice, like, bit of of character moment there as well he's like oh yeah. so we're near deep storage yeah. in other words because i'm yeah. i'm telling card i drink and i know things yeah it is <laughs> um so um they uh they managed to escape the chimera and um go back to coruscant um well mara is out of the cockpit uh card promises Luke approximately 200 pre-Clone Wars vintage dreadnoughts. But don't mention it to Mara yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like Luke's reaction here. He's like, growing up on Tatooine had been sheltered, but not that sheltered. <laughs> yeah, Matthew! <laughs> Matthew! Look, just because Cammy mentioned the Dark Force at one point or another doesn't mean that Luke can read. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> We know uh, he can read because he reads the words on his cockpit display in the movie. I mean, shh. Maybe. We're moving on. 
We're or moving maybe on. Just pretending. <laughs> We're moving on. Uh, I love the line from Mara. If there was one thing Thrawn had over all the other Grand Mat Admirals, it was a knack for predicting his enemy strategy. Uh, that is true. <laughs> uh, some might say it's logical. Some might say it's not. It's kind of his thing. Yeah. Um, also, this is very, very important. In this sequence, we have Luke speaking telepathically to Mara for the first time. It's very, very important. Because she didn't immediately shoot him for being in her head. And that will become a thing later on if you continue to read the expanded universe where she says, get out of my head, Skywalker. Uh, and even after they're in the face, even after they're married, she, she still says it. And Luke dies. He No, Chuck Wendig <laughs> kills him. Oh, right. I forgot. Five times. Even though those books take place well before The Force Awakens. Yes. Uh, so I, so yeah, this is, this is the first time they speak telepathically, not the last. Well, it's um, a, it may I, not be the first time. It is well, the first I mean, time. There were four days. Look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first time we yeah, see it. The first time on oh, camera. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So uh, I also love Luke's reflection that um, so he basically tells her to wait to attack until he gives the word, and I love his reflection that she was going to do it whether he told her to or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not the uh, boss of her. Whether or not he gave her permission, I think was, was yeah. how it was phrased. Yeah. It's just perfect. Um. So Thrawn is not pleased by the escaped. Obviously, but he believes that Ferrier will lead them to the Dark Force before the New Republic can get their hands on it. Niles. Now it's now it's a race. Niles, Niles Ferrier, we that's miss my, you. That's my Fraser impersonation. It's not. You don't good. have a very good Fraser impersonation. I'm Ghosty Grammar. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. I, what? I don't. Have, I don't have a good Fraser. Stick to your Sagarera. This is fantastic. Good evening, Seattle. Oh. I'm listening. Oh God, that's <laughs> see that's that's a Frasier impression. Wait, Saul Guerrero is Frasier. I'm listening. <laughs> Save the dream. <laughs> Save the rebellion. Save the dream. Hello, caller. <laughs> Tell me your problem. Say poor gullet. <laughs> Borg gullet. <laughs> All right. We're good. I'm very glad I managed it mute in the time that I started laughing slash having a coughing fit. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. So, yeah, um, anyway. those are these. Those were the three um, heist get card out of jail chapters. They were wonderful and great. And the best part of the book, A plus Timothy's on. Yeah, I'll be honest. When I got to chapter twenty-four, uh, for what? a second I was—I—I I, I'll be honest. When I got to chapter twenty-four, for a second I was bummed that after all that like daring do and adventure, we were back to dreary old Honiger. But then I realized, <laughs> then I realized, oh no, it's this chapter, and I got excited mm -hmm. again because <laughs> this chapter is awesome. yeah, yeah. So th things are happening all yeah. throughout the, <laughs> the book. Um, things actually happen on Honiger. Yeah, things happen on Honiger. Uh, Leia is there still. Uh, they're about to leave for the city Nisteo with Chewbacca and 3PO. Uh, 3PO tells her one of the decon droids has been acting strangely, but Leia dismisses it as, as an improper memory wipe and makes a smart comment about some droids having too much curiosity. Yeah, I think she more dismisses it as 3PO being 3PO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 3PO, of course, takes offense for Archie's sake, which I think is really <laughs> Adorable. cute. It is. Like, no, no, sweetie. She, she met you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh. the matriarch arrives, and uh, she and Leia discuss sending children and friends to their deaths, which is really uh, morbid, but that's what Leia does. <laughs> Rogue One in theaters now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it's, a, so, it's a good conversation because she we, we discovered... They she, have a... Like... The, the There's a big realization doing this for a while, and she's like, "Oh, you speak like a new mom," and Leia's like, "Well, yes, as a matter yeah. of 
I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. But I have two babies growing inside of me. Um, so basically, we learn. Leia learns that the matriarch has like sent her children to the de- her, their deaths, um, and she mentioned she had, I think it's four children. Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, wait, Kabarak, what about him?" And he said, "No, he's her third son, which is great grandson, not third son." Um, and Leia realizes that Honegger has been barren, um, not since the rebellion, but since the Clone Wars, which <coughs> here is the contradiction to the prequels was 44 years ago because the prequels had not been written yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is why I always, yeah, this is why I always, you know, recommended that people would read books in publication order because of stuff like this um but, but it's, it's a, such a great moment like, it is it's such a because amazing leia, bombshell and leia's leia reaction gets is so angry she gets pretty she angry <laughs> full-on mama bear hormonal crazy pregnant lady mad she's like they have been doing this to you for 44 years and demands to see the clan dynasts. This will uh, not stand! Really, you that's... shall not pass! <laughs> that's what the she does! The line must be drawn here! This Are you far, just gonna... no father! Are you doing all of, like, that? those types of lines? <laughs> I guess. Just those two. <laughs> oh, okay. Gandalf and Picard. <laughs> I'm done now. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I like when Leia reflects on Luke saying the Force is strong in my family, um, and how he said those words to her on the eve of the Battle of Endor, and of course, uh, we all remember that from the Force Awakens Caesar trailer, uh, when Nancy had a little heart attack <laughs> upon hearing Luke's voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I... and, and that was the only time she would hear Luke's voice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I am I am looking forward to celebration in that when they show episode eight footage, I can't decide if I want to watch it or you. Uh, <laughs> because you, will Nancy, be will be entertaining in that moment. I, 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 what I you can do is uh get a get a tablet and like put it behind your view of Nancy's face. <laughs> so that way you can watch it at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Nancy reacts to Force Awakens footage, or whatever it's called, footage. Yeah. Um. Also, here is another contradiction with the prequels, but one what? that this this became a thing in fandom and fan on for a very, 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 very long time. I'm in sorry. What's what's fan on? Fanon is like. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically that's like nothing that's really contradicted in gotcha, canon, gotcha, but yeah. like fandom kind of comes up. Like Star Wars, one of one of them that Luke and Mara fanfic writers always had was that uh, she he she called him farm boy, um, which never really happened in the books until but then that did make canon right there at the end. It did make canon right before she died. Thanks. And, and like like fandom Spoilers. in my corner, Thanks the fandom is. Everybody agrees that Leia can't cook. Yeah, Leia can't cook. Luke Luke eats a, a ton. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Luke's like, appetite is like a I'm thing in Luke. fandom. I like yeah. to eat. It's because of the force. He has to eat a lot. He has to feed all those um, midichlorians. Well, and he does a lot of working out, so he needs to eat. I'm picturing no face in uh spirited away <laughs> what what is wrong with you but yeah never never in canon in legends do we ever see leia actually interact with the stove she does at one point defrost some steaks for a visitor yeah. on for the millennium Falcon <coughs> to bring them out and drink their blood but um you never see her cook so you Just, don't know, you know if she actually when, can when or you, cannot you... but fanon has decided that leia can't cook and if you write a fanfic in which leia can cook people are going to not respond well to that. Well, now yeah. I'm going to write a fanfic where Leia is a gourmet chef <laughs> well, and opens, opens a restaurant on Coruscant. <laughs> when, when the new Cross-Sections book came out for The Force Awakens that Jason Fry did the text for, um, and they put the new galley 
in the Millennium Falcon, and he said it was a wedding gift to Leia from Han, and fans went crazy. Like, yeah. why would he give her a kitchen? She can't cook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe like he wanted to convention. cook for her. Well, also, that's very patriarchal, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah honey, have a kitchen. And so, no, Jason Fry had to defend it, and he's like, no, yeah. he didn't put it in there in like a Leia go make me a sandwich way. <laughs> he but put it in there along as the I'm going to cook for you way. Yeah, now, if we're now ever we can stuck, have real food. <laughs> yeah, if we're ever stuck in space like we were on that trip to Bespin, it's not going to be expired K rations and Wookiee goulash. <laughs> Yeah. Wookie goulash. Wookie goulash came straight from Jason Fry. I did not make that up. <laughs> whip whipster. Whip whipster. Whip whipster. Oh I'm sorry. I, I took us way off track. You were you about did. to mention um, something Let's that talk was about Leia. by the prequels. Let's talk yeah, about Leia hiding in a trunk and crying. <laughs> oh, right. This. Yeah. I and mean. crying when her mother died because yeah. she remembered it as said in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, this isn't contradicting, this isn't the prequels contradicting stuff that's not canon, this is the prequels contradicting stuff that is canon. (laughs) Right. Yeah, this is better than what happened in the prequels. It's so better, and I wish we could have seen, like, them hiding out, and then Vader catching up with them, and then Leia hiding, oh, it would have been so good. But But Nancy, fucking heart. Fuck that. (laughs) My one F-bomb of the show. All right. So um, they're on the way to the Stow. And basically, while they're driving, they pick up all of these other Nogri who are there for support. They've got their own posse going to the city. It turns into a parade. It does. Seriously, it's a parade. It's fantastic. It is. It's so great. Gigantic royal procession. And Leia knows how to play that. Yeah. So um, they um, they they're there because they want to support Lady Vader. Uh, so Le- Leia makes an appeal to the Dynas, um, and the the their the main guy is like, "No, we do not want to help you. You are, you know, you're just bringing us pain. Go away, blah blah blah." Not even go uh, away, but I'm now going to arrest you. Yeah. So Leia. Um, but there's this wonderful, wonderful moment though, because the the Nogri are trying to get them to listen to Leia, mm-hmm. and um. The the is like, no, um, I have not called a convocate of the Nogri people. And they're like, yet the convocate is here. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I didn't call a meeting, but a meeting came to you. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I guess there sort of is one, isn't there, by accident. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just great. But they're like, and yet. And then she holds <laughs> them off with her lightsaber. Mm-hmm. In a moment that answers a question I had on Twitter. <laughs> so I was wondering what color her lightsaber was. Yes. It's green. I always yeah. pictured it amber for some reason, but it's green here and I'm told that it's red later. Yeah. There's act- I think you think maybe think amber because on a book cover, I believe it's amber. I think I it's think, Planet of Twilight. I don't think I ever saw it as amber. I think like reading these books for whatever reason i just pictured it as amber and obviously i I skipped right over the green mentioned right there it was Uh, just something that like got lodged in my head for no good reason but um, yeah yeah. she does a nice little i mean i don't want to call it a trick she's just holding it in the air but like for her it's a nice little trick with the lightsaber it is it's it's good for her (laughs) And, and i like like her internal dialogues like i really hope i can wrap up this conversation before i drop the lightsaber yeah um and then she she basically proves the empire has been poisoning their world as a way to blackmail them into service um and she does this by like kind of taking the grass and like make like putting the seed or whatever that they gave to them and it basically like shrivels up the grass immediately as soon as they put it on well yeah this stuff that supposedly takes a really long time to get rid of the poison grass yeah just like a drop of it like evaporates the grass in in no time at all yeah um so she also she realizes that the decon droid is a spy (laughs) and she must leave niseo before thrawn returns to hanager um, and I love how basically the whole 
posse goes out and like finds the decon droid. I love that so much. <laughs> They're all just like the hunt begins. Yeah, and, like a whole pack of Nogri go after the decon. Yeah, droid. they it's probably great. had a really strong hunting culture until everything died. Oh, oh yeah, not hunt anymore, yeah, so no. they're excited. They're like, woohoo! Do this. <laughs> <laughs> So um, she leaves with Kabarak and vows to return to Honegar. Um, You know, she wants to help bring them, um, like, new plants for, so they can start reseeding their world. I like how she tells them to, um, you know, to, to be careful of how much they actually use because she doesn't want the Empire to think something's up yet. <laughs> um which is which is really a neat bit of business. Yeah, it's, um, it's a canny bit of like of politics here. Like she understands that like they can't rise up against the empire at this point. They have yeah. to like play the waiting well, game. And also because she says if they do, all of the commandos in the service are going to be killed immediately. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know she's you know she's thinking of them too, and they're they're you know they're sons out there in service um they decide to return to coruscant uh straight away um because it'll be quicker than going back for the falcon and she's like i hope han forgives me no the the line is han was gonna kill her oh yeah (laughs) no she's in trouble but little does she know coincidence it's it's good that yeah it's good because it's not there um and if she went there she'd get caught and the book would be like you know, 30 chapters longer. Yeah. Because <laughs> then um, Luke would have to go back and rescue her <laughs> and it'd be a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And also, she knows she has got that Corellian hog tied and finger wrapped, and anything she wants to do, <laughs> he will eventually forgive her for. This is true. Um, I, I love. For the rest of Legends. <laughs> I love the bit when, um, when she's using the Force because it reminds me how much Leia is like Anakin. Um, because that's so something he would do. <laughs> also, she just hates sand so much. I'm sure she, she does. It. It's coarse and rough. It gets everywhere. All right. That's, that's enough. <laughs> and she had to wear a metal bikini on the sand planet. She did. So she, she she really hates it. She knows yeah. sand. Yeah. I still, I can't believe they cut that sandstorm scene from the movie. Every time I see the deleted scene, I'm like, that's so terrible. Mm, yeah because you know just that because was like the, t- just because the actors had to do that yeah like i i i did a scene it was at the end of a day the end of a long day once that um involved feathers being thrown up in the air mm-hmm. <laughs> and a zillion little feathers coming down all over all of us and getting in every nook and cranny of your person and uh we finished we were we they called cut and we're like sweet we're gonna get to go home yeah and the, the first AD went reset back to one. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they had to vacuum the whole set. <laughs> yeah. Put the feathers back. And we're like, you're really going to make us do this again? We've been we've been on this set for 12 hours right now. You know what it's costing you to have to do a second take of it? Yeah. So you can only imagine having sand blown at you for 12 yeah. hours and then it not getting into the movie. And that was yeah. like the first day of shooting, I seem to recall, <laughs> on Jedi. Yeah. As the sandstorm. There's yeah. also there's a scene in, in Terminator 2, like this complicated thing with like a mirror and they had like Linda Hamilton's twin in there in the mirror because like they had Arnold, but then also like a fake Arnold head because she was digging around inside his head. Um, and that got cut from the movie. So I, I like it when horrible things for the actors, horribly complicated things wind up getting cut because <laughs> I mean like that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, those are our chapters for this week. Um, like, uh, we've got all of the, all of the major parts set up. Uh, Luke bringing Card back to Coruscant, give them the Dark Force, Leia finally making a breakthrough with the Nogri, um, and finally I, we're gonna go to this, uh, casino, I hope, and, and, That'll be awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we're, we're finally getting to the point in the D&D adventure where the GM is starting to bring the party back together. Yeah. I, I'm imagining that the Coral Vanda Casino is kind of like the uh, Atlantis 
hotel in the Bahamas. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just really looking forward to Han and Lando's rendition of Under the Sea. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, no, no. You got to picture Lando singing Kiss the Girl. Oh. <laughs> no. You see, now you can't unsee that. <laughs> Wouldn't Han be singing that to Lando? No, Han would not be singing the karaoke at all. Han's married. Sitting in the back of the room, pretending he's never met Lando. Yeah, but Lando. And then, I mean, maybe Lando also uh, does the um, he does the power ballad at the end of the night, and like everyone, (laughs) everyone gives him like a standing ovation. Like, come sail away. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I I was thinking living on a prayer, but yeah. God. (laughs) Uh, so yeah those are our chapters for the week Um, so boring it is Um, any last thoughts before we move on anyone anyone they were so boring Luke ugh (laughs) (laughs) shut up no I'm kidding obviously this is an amazing sequence maybe the best part of the whole book uh, yeah. great heist, great character stuff back and forth with Luke and Mara and Neve and Card. Um, the the Leia stuff finally paid off some <coughs> chapters that were a little dull at times. Um, um, and there are some things, there are some things in that in that chapter on Honiger <laughs> that everyone needs to pay attention to and remember, mm-hmm. or else you will not be quite as excited when you learn some new stuff yep. later on. Yep. I, there are some seeds planted. I don't even know what you're talking about because it's been like a week since I read this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, good stuff. You'll you'll remember when you get to that part. You'll be like, oh, that's what you're talking I'm about. I'm sure yeah. I will, yeah. Uh, Tyler, what about you? Newbie. Uh, it's a it, it, it good. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, it good raves, Tyler. You're a, you're a man of many words, Tyler. I'm a man who whose brain is like melting slowly um join the club. granted like that's me every day but um, i told you not to look straight into the arc you should you should get that looked at <laughs> you know, no i mean i've gotten this far granted nothing's ever done well for me but you know um no i <laughs> i'm no. uh this took a turn <laughs> i'm really excited to i just these books are good. So every, <laughs> this is a true statement. Every single thing that I'd say here is going to come down to these books are good and I see why people love them now. Oh. Um, That's good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, Amanda. Um, something, something, butts. Butts. Something, something. Uh, butts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, you know, Amanda. Sam Brand. Yeah, Amanda. Um, just definitely that it's it's different <coughs> now. Mm-hmm. I read these chapters before Christmas. <coughs> um, reading ahead because I knew after Rogue One and the holidays and everything, I didn't know how much time I'd have, and then um, went back and reread them, and it's definitely different reading them now. Um, my whole ability to enjoy Leia is different now. Yeah. Um but she's amazing in this chapter and if I needed to pick one from all of Legends to come back to, this is a good one because she uses every power she has. She uses her power of deductive reasoning, she uses her power of interpersonal communication and getting people to trust her. She uses her ability to be a politician and to speak to a crowd. She uses her force power. She uses her power of deduction to figure out what's going on with the droid. Like, she's just really powerful and full of agency and brilliant in this chapter. So this was a a good place to come back to for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great Leia chapter. And she uses math, which for me is the (laughs) the most impressive thing. Yeah. It's nice that she is, you know, she is... uh, she's so much like her original trilogy self like what you would think of her five years later um yeah it's a yeah it's really good characterization of her standing there uncomfortably pregnant yeah. oh god <laughs> when, i can't even when, imagine this when zahn remembers to mention that anyway yeah <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, thanks all for joining us this week. Uh, we are glad to be back and um we have one more episode uh to record for dark force rising um we'll be doing three chapters or no five chapters next week um and then we're gonna move on to the last command so yay So the Throncast is a Tashi Station podcast, and this episode has been brought to you in part by her universe and you, our Patreon subscribers. You can find us all on Twitter with the handles Tashi underscore Station, <coughs> Nancy Pants, it's Nancy with an I, Lane Winry, MR Bowers, Manda the Ginger, and Cyberpunk Warlock. That's Warlock with a K. You can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net. And if you are interested in attending the Carrie Fisher Charity Gala, Drowning with Moonlight, you can find the information for that there as well. Tune in next week when the race for the Dark Force is finally finished. Bye! Bye. Save the dream! (laughs) 